Hello, everybody, and welcome to Meet the Congregation. Uh, Revolutions Meet the Congregation, in case you've got the wrong church, um, where we uh, meet the congregation. Um, today, we have a special guest host with us, our buddy Kurt. Uh, you may have heard him speak at Revolution before. Um, he's here today, and as always, it's uh, Jay and Caleb. And today, we are interviewing Heather from Quebec, Canada. Do you say Quebec or Quebec, Heather? Uh, either is good. I think it's Quebec. Quebec. Well, it's French. <laughs> That's the French way to say it, but I'm not French, so I pretty much don't pay any attention to what I say <laughs> about Quebec. <laughs> Aren't you supposed to speak French in Quebec? Uh, uh, you, you are, I guess, supposed to. I mean, it <laughs> certainly helps <laughs> to get around. Do you learn it, like, in school? You do, but there's nothing like the real world to really just throw you in there and immerse yourself For sure. into the language. I mean, school only really gets you so far. Definitely. They'll tell you how to do something correct, but in Quebec, pretty much anything goes. So just... Act like you know what you're saying, and people will pretty well get the gist of, of what's going on. Nice. Worked for me so far. Okay. Yeah, I have friends who live in Alberta. I remember them talking about, like, Quebec and the rest of Canada almost separated? Uh, well, there have historically two, like, referendums where the people of Quebec have give, been given the option to separate from the rest of Canada, and both times have been no. Oh, that's good. So, you know, so far so good. We're still Canadian, but I guess a lot of people identify as Quebec first. Oh. And then they're Canadian. <laughs> but it depends on who you talk to. It's almost I mean, like Texas in the U.S. I know, they're like... That's kind of what it feels like. But I've I'm born here, so... How do you say your last name, Heather? Uh, my last name is actually Jackson, oh, okay. but I go by Agronomad. Okay. Gotcha. Cool. Yeah, it's more French, so you yeah, kind of like, more French. Heather is not a French name, so uh-huh. you kind of have to, you know, squeak by a little bit. <laughs> well, there's your uh, Canadian lesson today mm-hmm. on Meet yep. the Podcast. So, uh, what do we usually do here? How uh, I guess how long have you been listening, Heather? Uh, I think I started really listening in the month of January of this year. Really? Uh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Like I have heard about Revolution Church for many, many, many years, and had kind of like been in and out of sort of the scene. Uh, but really, it was this winter that I sort of. I guess started binge listening, yeah. cool. as as they say. Nice. We like binge yeah. listeners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what 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 got you? I mean, you've heard about us, but I mean, what got you listening? Uh, well, the first time I heard of Revolution Church was through the Sundance documentary. Yep. Um, that you were in uh, growing up in. Quebec, having a satellite television was kind of like a revolutionary thing, so I was able to watch movies and videos and be 
exposed to things that were completely outside of my immediate community for the first time and seeing that, you know, people can start a church. I, I didn't know that that was something that people did, but <laughs> we did it, so that's pretty cool. And also seeing that there was a side of, I guess, Christianity that was not for LGBTQ people, mm-hmm. and I didn't know that that was a thing. I thought, well... You know, oh, really? I love everybody, you know? Like, I thought that was completely, like, anomaly, really. So seeing what you did with Revolution was kind of like, well, obviously, mm. like, you'd want to include, like, a large number of people that live and breathe just like everyone else. <laughs> yeah. <It's> no-brainer. <laughs> you know, like, no-brainer, right? So I guess I just kind of kept in sort of you know, contact in and out through Instagram, which I really enjoy. And Me too, just sort too of much. got back into it. Cool. Yeah, it was just like, you know, wanting to learn more about grace because that was never a part of my upbringing. So, were you raised in, uh, in a certain denomination or were you raised Christian at all? No, not at all. I was raised in a household that didn't have any Christianity really. Uh, but culturally is sort of like ubiquitous mm. throughout North America, really. It's kind of hard to get away from Jesus sometimes. <laughs> right. <laughs> and wanting to understand that in a language that I understood. Mm. Um, I mean, I went to CJEP, which is sort of like junior college in Quebec. Um, our education system is completely different than the rest of the world. Uh, and reading the Bible sort of like in an academic way, and yeah. just, like, this is not really what I understand at all. Like, I didn't understand anything, because we're not looking at something, I guess, in a concrete way, like, it's a lot of metaphors, mm-hmm. and just sort of breaking it down into a language in school, I still didn't understand, even though I was being told to write essays on, you know, the book of Genesis, and was, like, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> and just hearing Jay talk, and just sort of, you know, giving pointers, being like, oh, okay, this is what is more or less what he got out of it, so it seems to make sense to me, so I just keep listening and try to read the Bible in that way, because doing it on your own is kind of difficult. Yeah, it feels kind of crazy. You know? I remember when I first tried to read the the New Testament through... Mm -hmm. And I was like, man, these gospel stories sure are redundant. (laughs) (laughs) They kind of repeat themselves over and over again. I have no idea why. (laughs) So I really appreciated, like, that honesty and your own stories that you're bringing to the congregation. And even though I'm really far away, I still kind of feel like a part of it. Like, there's, like, that humanity that you kind of bring back to it. Oh, thank I don't know. You. I mean, I, I don't. I don't know a lot of churches. I'm a. I'm an outsider. Right. You know, to the max. So, I, I really appreciate bringing that kind of human aspect. Mm. Well, back that means a lot to hear. I mean, that's kind of like <laughs> you're like the dream listener. You know, it's <laughs> like oh, you want somebody to kind of come out from there and just be like, you know, mm-hmm. be interested for. For what it is, and not because you're you're working on deconstructing some broken system that you inherited, kind of thing. Yeah, because we have a lot of you know 
especially in the States, a lot of disillusioned people who come out yeah. and are trying to reconcile their, you know, is there anything to even save from it, you know, because it's been so distorted and, and so bastardized and Americanized that it's like, is there anything to these stories that we can even hold on to? And so we have a lot of that, you know, which has been interesting. Um, so, so just in, so January, you just started to, decided to start listening. Which I, we've had a few people who t- we've interviewed for Meet the Congregation, who we haven't had a whole lot of long time listeners. Yeah. Um, and just so January, mm-hmm. it's October. So that is eleven nine, month, yeah. nine like, months. Nine ten, months, yeah. ten months, ten months. Yes, yeah. <laughs> we, like some that. of us can do math. <laughs> Canadians are supposed to do better math than us. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> our school systems suck. Um, but yeah, I mean that's pretty crazy because for me, I look back again at my year, and this has been the most difficult year for me, mental health wise. And it's just interesting that people have connected with the church during this time and kind of been like, yeah, I find it interesting and I stay connected because I've just been like, you know, I thought this was going to be like the end, mm-hmm. you know, not a new beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I keep praying that Jay has more, you know, troubles and tribulations so that he can keep attracting more <laughs> listeners. There's <laughs> just so many. Thanks, Kurt. I appreciate that. <laughs> But, I mean, that's also, like, a really universal thing. I mean, no, not everyone has gone specifically through what you have. I mean, it's unfortunate that people have, but also there's that connectedness. Like, when you hit that really raw note, you can't help but relate to it and want to support it and keep being there and being like, when I first was listening, I'm just like, man, this is this is really tough. Like that's when you need it the most. Wow. You know, like this is something someone's really dealing with what they're going through. And I've been there. Yeah. I have, I'm not doing it now. It was years ago, but it's still, I don't want to say triggering, but I mean, it took me a really long time, I guess like two weeks to listen to your, your last uh, podcast about, your mental health and sort of like part one, I guess, of your sermon. And I was just like, I don't know if I'm ready to hear this, but I kind of need to hear it at the same time. Yeah. Because it is so important and it is something that affects so many people. If it's not you, it's someone you know. That's the problem with mental health is that it affects so many of us. And if we stay silent, that's when really bad things happen. Mm. So the more that we talk about it and the more that we try to understand it and share our stories with other people, that's, that's the good work. That's the good word. You know, it's not always good news, but yeah, it's real. And you can't help but connect to that. Yeah, it's tough, too, because when you've gone through it and you start to come out of it, it does get that feeling of, like, do I want to talk about this? Because I just kind of want to be through with it. But it's, I think it's important to keep the conversation going and let other people who know who are going through that hell that, mm. you know, there is light at the end of the tunnel. Even though it's 
so hard to believe because I didn't believe it when people were telling me. I was like, like it's going to get better and you're going to be a different person. I'm like, yeah, 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 whatever. This is never going to end. Felt like time slowed down. Felt like the last year of my life was 10 years, not a year. And, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, so I see why I do, I can kind of see why people don't talk about it, but you're right. I think it's important to do. And, and, um, I'm starting to see more of it online and more of it on Instagram mm-hmm. and things like that. And that's really encouraging. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's important to let you know that we're standing by you as well because it's easy to feel isolated. And I think you're really lucky to have a real huge microphone that people are listening to you around the world. I mean, it's me in Canada, it's someone else in Northern Ireland. I mean, this is real. Like, you actually are able to go through this and it's, you know, it's, it's not pretty, but it is what it is, as the Americans say, I guess. <laughs> no, it's amazing. No, it's, it is amazing to have people to connect with. I'm going to be in Northern Ireland in, in about 12 days, a little less, and then, you know, get to see my buddy out there, and that'll be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It is pretty cool. So when you started binging, uh, Heather, did you did you start with like uh, the first episodes? Or I'm just curious because like when I when I first started listening to Revolution, I'd already been familiar with Jay, but uh, when, when I was like, oh, there's this podcast. I started with like the uh, when he was reading through the Tillich sermons. Jay, remember? When you, yep, yeah, that was in my apartment. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, so that's I kind of started there and then sort of binging forward. So I was just curious what your uh, what your pr- or, uh, trajectory was as far as diving in. Um. Well, I guess uh, I was listening through the Tumblr site. Hmm. Oh, yeah. So it was listening through, I guess I would just start with the most recent episode, like whatever I came up with, and then like was listening to it kind of like backwards. Oh, sure. So it was like sort of like going down the page, I guess, instead of like a story, instead of like a memento style kind of thing (laughs) and being like, damn, I hope it gets through this. Like, I better keep listening. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like a Tarantino <laughs> format. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like that. And then, um, I mean, I got Spotify, too, so I get the updates and I sort of listen when I'm gardening or uh, when I'm by the lake is actually really nice. Huh? Uh, that's always sort of been like my church is being out in nature, feeling the quiet and Jay's voice. Nice. So. <laughs> and sometimes Caleb or Kurt or and somebody else. Caleb and, yeah. Cool. Have, have you ever gone, uh, have you been to like a physical church? Have you, have you sampled any, any other flavors as it were? Um, I once went to a Christmas service. Ah. Um, it was the, the winter that, uh, my parents got divorced. Mm. And, I it was my first Christmas, sort of like with my mom, and being like, "Well, what did you used to do?" Like, sort of figuring out what the old traditions were, so to speak. And she said that with her parents, she would go to church on Christmas Eve. So we did that, and it was all well and good, I think. Except there came a time where I really felt that. I guess the church is sort of like 
institution of initiation right. where I had not been initiated. So everyone kind of got mm. up to do this thing. I don't know what it was. I was like maybe 10 or 11 years old at the time. And so I kind of you know, got up in the line like I was supposed to, I guess, but not because they were like, oh, well, you're not baptized, uh, so you can't really do this service. part of the oh, ritual. Geez. So I was like, okay, I guess I'll go sit down in shame. <laughs> yeah. like, I can't be a uh. part of this. But, I mean, uh, I don't remember much of it, I sure. guess. I mean, it was a long time ago. It was like 20-something years ago. Why is it so um, weird that no, uh, you're like kind of non-churched and you're listening to a church online? Yeah, well, I mean, I don't feel that there's inherently anything wrong with church. Right. I mean, there's always, like, to be, like, part of that community. Um, I mean, I'm involved with sports, so, like, that's sort of, like, a bit of a community, but also feeling, like, spiritually supported is really nice as well. And not having ever had that, this is kind of, like, the replacement, I guess, Hmm. for that. We'll take that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and just, you know, the whole, like, punk rock kind of DIY scene. I mean, podcasts, what's better than that? You just, right. You record stuff, you put it on the internet, and you're part of a community now. So, that's... That's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. You should see where we're at right now. It's pretty <laughs> punk rock. <laughs> <laughs> Almost a squat. Yeah, right. <laughs> we're in an abandoned building with a... <laughs> Shitty laptop. Yeah, tarps. Yeah. Tarps. And it's really dark. Yeah. <laughs> Not far off. So has ha, have you started, are you reading anything besides the Bible or just normal books or, I don't know? Um, I read sort of a lot of different kinds of books. I actually just started reading Stephen King last night. Oh, okay. It's October, so you got to get spooky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And um, I've read a lot of, like, eco- like sacred ecology, I guess. I just finished reading Silent Spring, uh, being concerned with our environment. Right. You know, just trying to get to some of the fundamentals, um, how to make this world not fall apart. Yeah. It would be, like, really great. And I guess, <laughs> I mean, going, going back to the New Testament, I'm like, there must be answers uh, I don't know. Yeah, they didn't have a lot of cars or emissions. Or mm-hmm. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, no, I know. There's a lot of other issues, but, you know, carbon was not uh, very high up in the list. You could probably find uh, some sort of reference to global warming in Revelation. You can make that book say anything you want. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure. But, I mean, I'm also a florist, so anytime there's, like, a reference to, like, a natural world, like, whether it's, like, the mustard seed is... You know, there's something to be picked apart there, which hmm. I really like. Um, what else am I reading that isn't, like, really embarrassing? <laughs> 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 it's a lot of young adults, so... Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, is there anything you'd like to say to the, the, the broader congregation or anything like that? Um, keep sharing your stories. Oh, whatever it is, I mean, that keep making art. Um, I mean, it really hit me what you said about keep doing the work, like you've done the work. Yeah. I feel like that's really powerful. And just, I mean, whatever that is, 
because that's sacred. Like you are yourself sacred. I guess I come from that kind of, I don't know, like growing up in a place where there was no spiritual world, you kind of have to like make one. Hmm. So I like that. And I mean, you're, you're, you've got yourself, you've got your stories, your job, your family, whatever that is. Um, and just really honoring that and like your energy that you put out there, just keep making it like as you as you can. I don't know if that makes sense. Mm. Yeah. Um, but I think that's really important and that's part of like the revolution kind of mindset. If that's, you know, being a revolutionary, then go for it. If that's, Keeping your head down and just focusing on what you need to do, do that. Mm. You know, I don't think our gut has ever lied to us so far. Like, we're still very instinctual people. Um, You know, we want to be with like-minded people, but we also need to be able to question people Mm. that we don't agree with in a sane and nonviolent manner. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing how many people want to kind of crush the the desire to live the way you want to live. Or there's always people who like want to put in their two cents and like, oh, that's great, but you should do this or this or this, you know. And mm-hmm. in AA, yeah. they always said, don't let someone should on you, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And it seems like yeah. that's that's always been my problem is, is struggling with like people pleasing. So yeah, we just had a little bit of technical interference there sorry about that can you can you pick up on what you were just saying that was really good oh let's see what i was saying um i think i was talking about like being yourself being yourself being true to yourself kind of like almost like going out of your way to not you know truck someone over i mean those are pretty core values that i think should be I mean, I don't want to say should because that's <laughs> kind of like the, the taboo term, but it's pretty a, a very basic sort of code for people to follow. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, just you, you do you, as they say. Yeah. And I think that's really important to respect other people as well. Like if you respect yourself, you kind of automatically respect the boundaries that other mm. people set. You don't want to step on anyone. I mean, you're not about being like a sensitive person, but just honoring what other people are going through as well. Mm. It's really important. Awesome. Is there anything, uh, we always wrap up with this question, is, is there anything um, that we're doing that you'd like to see more of or that we're not doing that you would like us to to investigate, um, you know, putting effort into, or is there any feedback constructive or otherwise that you can, that you can give us as to, as to how we can do things better? Um, well, I definitely have been liking everything that you've been putting out so far. Um, so that's good. And I think it's really cool that, um, Jay is being a part of like the retreat that's happening, the spark. Like that's really cool. Oh yeah. Out in Belfast. Um, yeah, and just being a part of, like, trying to do, like, a really, like, sort of, like, those intensive experiences that I really like. Like, I'm not able to do that, obviously, because of life constraints, but yeah. I think doing yeah. that is really important to really get to the core of certain issues that it's hard to get to in sort of, like, a 45-minute, one-hour, you know, uh, speech or 
sermon or what have you, and just like bringing that like human concept back into, I guess, the the Bible or just bringing it back into like sort of like a cultural larger aspect of that in an intense experience. I think it's really cool for people to be a part of that is really special. Cool. Awesome. Well, Heather, it's been a pleasure to talk to you and really amazing and, and grateful that you listen and uh, really helps me, encourages me to keep going and, and, and nice to hear um, an, a, another new perspective that I haven't heard before from someone who's part of the congregation. Well, I'm really happy for all of the work that you're putting in and just uh, don't give up. Um, <laughs> it's, I know it's not easy. Um, but I definitely feel that something that's happening is there. It's good. It's uncomfortable, but I think it's really important to, to kind of keep doing as ugly or as beautiful as it is. And I will, I will keep listening and I will be there. And I'm sorry for the technical sort of issues that we've been having, but no, 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 it's not your fault at all. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Well, thank you guys. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. It's been awesome. Well, uh, Hopefully see you on Instagram. Yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, for sure. You can count on that. Okay. <laughs> All right. Take care. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. <laughs>